Okay. Um, so welcome back, everyone. It's the it's the new year. Not yet in real life, but <laughs> when you're listening to this, it is the new year. It's it's minus ten hours until the new year. Yeah. Right now, it's it's almost it's it's okay. the last day of the year. Um, it's shockingly year. great, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's really good so far. Weird. <laughs> Um, I thought it would be bad, but it turns out it's good actually. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we we've, we've been away because of like I said, I think I've mostly just been attributing it to holiday madness. Um, which we'll is call it that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good way it's, to explain it. It's got multiple meanings, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, we we have uh not not been not been about for the last month and a half or so, but we're back, baby, and we're stronger than ever. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> I will uh, receive renewed vigor once 2022 actually comes around for us. Let's yeah, I think I'm hoping that it brings with it some some sort of um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like an injection of some kind. <laughs> an injection <laughs> of uh, energy. Just energy. I think it's you... just called getting sun. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird because like I don't know if people know this if they don't do their own if their own pot they don't do their own podcast, but. Every human has like an a, an a, like a finite amount of podcast juice that they have to use <laughs> to like talk on the show, and it only gets renewed once a year at the end of the year. And True. Um, so we're really really hoping that shipment comes in on time because there have been some supply chain issues. Um, but anyway, yeah, today we are we are back to regular our formula, and um, we are going to be talking about uh, Left for Dead, the the zombie shooting. Uh, rootin' tootin' series. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. God. Um, so I'm Nirav, and I'm your host as always. And I'm uh, Alyssa. Do you still want to be an Amazon in the new year? Or do you want to do something different? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I can think about that for next episode. We'll just go with okay. Amazon for now. Yeah. This is. I'm joined by my Amazonian co-host, Alyssa. Hello. Hello. Um. I know you guys don't know Alyssa, but she's 16 feet tall. Yeah. Wow. Lady Dimitris. Basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, how do you is it just is it just pronounced Dimitrescu? I feel like that's. What I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, don't I feel know. like I that's how the they game. pronounce it in the game. I th- I feel like, but that's been ages. It feels like since I played the game, so I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, today we are joined by a local jockey, Adam. Local gaming <laughs> jockey here to talk games. Okay, I was doing a like the zombie type in Left 4 Dead. There's oh. a jockey. Oh okay. yes, I knew that. Yes, I, I'm very wa- aware of everything Left for Dead on this. We're on this good. Podcast. We're good at it. Yeah, forgetting and... the game is also like 11 years old. Yeah, hey. exactly. <laughs> no, that's not true. It came out again this year. Oh um, yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, and our, our uh, tank Ian. <laughs> Thank you. Or hello. Yes, hello. He could have easily made like a shooting noise. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, so um, let's uh, let's uh, lean into it. Uh, just warm up a little bit. Uh, what's everyone playing this week? Um, Adam, why don't you start us off? What you playing? I've been playing incessantly. Uh, Moonglow Bay. I don't know why. I don't know what that is. It's uh, it's just like a chill uh, Minecraft esque like uh, art style to it, where you're just kind of like fishing. And building up a small town that you're living in. That sounds like Minecraft. It's very relaxing. I don't know what it is. 
That's what we need, uh, honestly, right now. Yeah, that's games. probably true. I'm just gonna hold on. I just want to look look at this for a second. Moon Glow Bay. Did that come yeah, out recently? Yeah, it came out. I want to say like November, yeah. Septemberish. Um, yeah, twenty percent off on Steam right now for the it's, Christmas it's on sale. Game Pass. Just sixty-seven percent uh, on Steam. Not not so positive reviews. Yeah, it's it like it does nothing that I would constitute as like. Oh man, this game does something different. It's just it does everything that you would assume like a cozy chill fishing game would do the top mm. review is the controls don't work hey if the, con- oh, <laughs> if the controls mean, don't they work for me i don't know I, I, i'm playing this on on game pass so okay fair enough so and i'm playing it a few months after it came out so maybe things have maybe fixed. things have been fixed yeah fair enough. a couple patches here and there yeah all right cool, so cool. It's just, yeah just hanging out with it and vibing awesome um and uh, all right, Ian, what you what you been up to? I uh, just finished a playthrough of uh, Warhammer Space Marine since the, they just announced the new one. And I yeah, also they did. Yeah, picked up Stellaris recently. I've been playing that with some friends. Wasn't Space Marines like a while ago? Yeah, gosh, it was probably what 10, 12 years ago, something. That's like what that. I thought. That's why I was like, real when I saw that, like I think it was the Game Awards they announced like the new one. I was like, am I thinking of the right thing? That was like twelve <laughs> years ago um nice yeah um and then you said is stellaris yeah stellaris that's like um, is that like the 4x game yeah it's a 4x um made by paradox pretty similar to hearts of iron but it's in space um originally picked it up thinking i was going to uh, conquer the galaxy but then i found out that playing a race of, of space bird people who are pacifists and just like to explore anomalies is actually way more fun kind of a star trek approach i like it um all right, cool. Alyssa, what have you been doing? Is it is there anything new? <laughs> I mean, I bought uh, the one of the Witcher games. I think it was The Hunt. Uh, I haven't played the- it yet. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's, it's the, Witcher the, the Witcher 3 Wild, Wild Hunt. Yeah. Wild Hunt, there we go. Okay, so Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I'm going to yeah. play it hopefully this weekend, but we'll see if I feel like I have the energy to do so. Did you, did you, did you get it on PC? Yeah, I did. This okay. month has just been painful because like half of our staff has been gone for holidays and everything else. So like I'm doing twice the work that I should be doing. That's yeah, that's I've, fair. Every time I get off work, I just like head straight to bed or like watch Netflix or something. I think that's no fair. time for game. There, there is, there are a few mods for that game that make it like unbelievably better. The Witcher mm-hmm. three. I will, I will send them to you. I'll compile yes, a list. Please. Um, and, uh, what, what else have you, have you dipped into the, into the new, uh, apex stuff is happening this season has been going for like a month or something oh yeah the season's like over halfway over at this point um they switched the the map that's being used in competitive so now it's back to world's edge um i just miss i miss olympus yeah olympus is the one with all the weird force field bubbles uh it's the one that that like it's a, it's like a floating city yeah yeah that's the one i'm thinking there's like little bubbles of of where you can like just run around and, and you know, not be doing what you're supposed to, I guess. Um, is that, I, I know I'm thinking of the right, there's like wind bubbles or something on the, edges uh, which one is that? Is that the right one? There's like a, there's like a <laughs> little bubble of place. It's not little. It's like a big one. I'm going to find a. Do you mean like, it's like part of the floating city, but it's like yeah. a, a, an offshoot of the floating city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you still have to fight on those. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, if you hide, you don't. Well, yeah, I guess if nobody finds you. Yeah. Um, I think Elysium was like the name of one of the um, the bubble. Maybe, things. maybe. Um, okay, cool. 
I have just yesterday night. I was I was so desperately trying to finish it before the end of the year. I finished Inscription. Um, nice. It was really it was really good. Um, I I don't think I'm. I don't think it's really in the game of the year zone that, but like it's, it's been getting a few awards here and there. So like, it's really, really good though. Um, it's a, it's really hard to describe because it's pretty much three completely different games. Um, at this, like one after another, there's three acts that are like wildly different. And the card game that is the central mechanic of all three is like different in all three of them. Um, but it is like largely a a roguelike horror card game. Um, I don't really know. How, it's this is such a hard game to sell to somebody because it would like spoil the entire experience if I told you what happens in it. I feel like that's huh. every description of Inscription that I've heard since it came out. It's, yeah, it's that exactly. It's yeah, like that. That's what I can do. It's a really interesting card game with really innovative mechanics, but it is a meta like fourth wall breaking horror game um that has you like gambling with essentials windows system files by the end so <laughs> which is real that re- was real hell yeah just how i like them i deleted my system 32 i lost everything if your game doesn't have media management skills in it like i'm not gonna play you you know exactly um, now I really, this is from the developer of Pony Island. So if you're familiar with that, it's like that times 10, basically. Um, Pony Island is another like fourth wall breaking horror game, um, from a while ago, which is really good. Um, anyway, don't go to, don't go to Pony Island. It sounds really nice. It's that gives so some, scary there. That gives some Charlie the Unicorn vibes. Yeah. It's not, it's no, it's like if Charlie the Unicorn was like, not like a like a if it was it's just like a not funny thing it's not funny at any point and it's just like but it's called pony island right because it's not funny at all no there's no there's not there is a pony but the pony (laughs) is constantly in fear of death um (laughs) it's okay i'm not selling this game very well it is is, i think you are you are like i I said any games or horses or ponies are hurt or shows even the player it's insane because I, I remember the way I had, like, it's it's really difficult at the end, too. And then, like, we had, like, <laughs> wait, and it was, you know, Annie, Alyssa, Annie yeah. and I were playing this together. And <laughs> there's, like, you have to, like, run, you're, you have a unicorn that's, like, running. It's, like, the last the last part is, is like, a, it's kind of a 2D side-scroller thing. And your unicorn is, like, running, but you also have to aim your horn and, like, shoot lasers out of it while you're oh, yeah. like doing platforming at like super high speeds what, and, like, what ponies okay. can do normally shoot lasers like a normal <laughs> pony would do yeah and exactly you have to like jump over shit and whatever so it was so complicated that like we like combined forces and so like i just sat at the computer and like used the mouse to just like aim aim the the lasers and then she used the controller <laughs> to like jump over stuff okay so we like co-opted our way through it and we and were able to finish it <laughs> I think at one point we need to just do an episode where we talk exclusively about like pony or horse games. We should. Oh yeah, actually There's we should. There's too many do, actual good ones out we there. We should actually do an episode on like horse girl games from like 2002. Exactly. Oh my God. That's not even a, that's not a joke. I know, I know the perfect person if I, if I can get her on here. Wasn't um, there even a, like an imagine like horse trainer back in the day too? There's probably. a lot of horse trainer like games. Yeah, I feel there like are. there are. 
imagined it everything back one back the one crazy thing i don't think people know about is pocket card jockey which is a 3ds game made by game freak you know who has made oh yeah pokemon mm-hmm. that but pocket card jockey is a it's just a 3ds exclusive game where you are like doing like gambling in a casino and you use your cards to like make your horses get better and then you like race them and have to like actually take care of them and stuff and train them but then you also go back to gamble yeah isn't it like a, it's like a card based sim rpg or something crazy yeah like it's that. it's really weird yeah but people liked it a lot um i i yeah there aren't it pikachu's not in it though so i don't know um wouldn't it, it would be really cool if one of the um if like ponyta was available in it or something <laughs> i would like that a lot I don't know if anybody has ever played this game, but I remember like exclusively playing this on like our um, our computers at school. It was Robot Unicorn Attack. It was like it was Why a game that was on that like ad- it was on, on the Adult Swim website, and like the music for it was just so good. <laughs> that was shit. pretty much the reason that I played it. Wait, I remember this. I remember yeah. this. Oh Robot Unicorn yeah. Attack was like a really good game. <laughs> it was fun. This actually yeah. is very similar to Pony Island. <laughs> I'm playing it right now. Oh my okay. god, it's so loud. <laughs> I don't know the controls. Um okay, anyway. So, yeah, let's uh all right, let's 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 get into the shit. Uh come with me. So, what we're going to do is I, I had a good time last time we we did this accidentally, so I think this is going to become like a regular way to open the show okay. is our uh, our pitch meeting. <laughs> God so, damn! Yeah, I'm always so bad at the pitches. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be on? Do you want to be a, a pitchy or a, a pitcher, Alyssa? Um, I'll be the one listening to the pitch. I'll yeah, be you... the corporate, the corporate person listening to you. Okay, I'm gonna be the mark. I'm gonna be the 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 like the executive person, and I'm I'm basically so okay. Ian and Adam, you guys have been working on a project, okay? Okay. You have your you have your game Left for Dead ready, and I'm I'm Gabe Newell. It's me. <laughs> I uh, now you guys are gonna come uh, meet me upstairs in my uh, big big office. And uh, Alyssa, are, do you want to be anybody specific? Um, no. <laughs> this is Alyssa Freeman. I'm sorry, my brain power is so bad today. <laughs> it could be Gordon Freeman. Gordon okay. Freeman, sure. I'll yes. go with Gordon Freeman. You're go- okay. Interesting. He's a real man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gordon anyway, Freeman is just me now. It's all fine. right, we're we're in. Uh, so Ian and Adam, you guys have just uh, popped into the uh, uh, the office here, and you have a game here that you want to pitch us on. So um, we're all sitting in the room. Tell me, Gabe Newell, about Left for Dead and why I, why I should greenlight your stupid zombie game. <laughs> oh man. Uh... Okay. Let's see here. So I hit like shuffling through papers. Mr. Newell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, to... the um the zombie virus is going well. Um and we've also got a video game spin-off that we'd like you to hear about. You're talking about the real virus? You made a video game spin-off of it? <laughs> yes, yes, of course, but you know, not not too loud. So you made a pandemic <laughs> game during a pandemic? pandemic i i don't yeah. know what you're talking it's, about yeah i'm sorry yeah, i forgot it's, it's 2000 what? it's 2005 the swine oh, flu shit, is okay, obviously true. what they're referring to <laughs> certainly there could never be a, a global pandemic like george that. w yeah. bush is is president there's no pandemic going on i don't know what you're talking about there's is no this war part of the game <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i forgot we went back in time sorry <laughs> okay it is i've checked my watch uh uh it is indeed 2005 so go, go ahead 2005 okay 
So, we have this idea that's going to revolutionize the gaming market. Okay. And it is zombies. Wow, never never seen those in a game before. I know. Nobody has has captured the zombie market yet in in 2005. I guess that's true. Not, I, mean, I, not I guess you think not yet. Not yet. Um, I have a feeling that in about three or four years, the answer <laughs> to that would, would change. But yes, correct. I got we we all we as a group uh, got inspired by the Walking Dead graphic novels, right? Um, of course. Facts. And with some some mods to uh, some previously used Valve games, we have come up with an idea. You been you been up in my code? Uh, we'd like to call it capitalizing on the success yeah. of our recent Half Life Two. Great work on that. It's oh, just, that it's sounds a, like money for me. Demo. Okay. It's a tech demo. All right. So, what do you do in the game? Uh, you 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 shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. Shooting's good. People there, like there are four, four players. You have four, four characters. They don't have to be players. They can also be AI. Mm-hmm. And you just shoot the zombies. Yeah. But it's sort of a, a linear story-based idea. So you've got you've got your four characters. Um, we're thinking, you know, something uh, something diverse, uh, good representation, um, diversity. Yes, yes, men, women, uh, one black guy, of course, one woman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds like we've met the two thousand five diversity <laughs> quota. Exactly. We've even got an older gentleman who looks like he's seen some things before. <laughs> he, he is a Vietnam vet, so potentially problematic, but it's two thousand five. We won't go okay. into we won't go into strong detail into their backgrounds. <laughs> we won't know exactly just like how diverse these people are, but they will look diverse. And that's the genius of it. We leave yeah. it up to the imagination of the player. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Interesting. And uh, this this is all going to be uh, there's going to be different kinds of zombies, or is it just the one? There will be a diverse uh, selection of zombies. Uh, Very be... diverse game, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. write we, that down. Write that down. We as uh, we we know that Valve uh, as uh, game makers uh, really love diversity, and uh, yeah, so we we came with a, a, a strong cast and a strong group of uh, zombies that you can kill as a group. Oh. <laughs> So we were thinking, oh, okay. of course, besides your, besides your sort of regular zombie, we'd have a really big zombie. And then we'd also have a zombie, but oh. it's a woman and she cries. <gasps> Whoa, that's genius. Wow, that incredible. I've never, I've never heard of anything like that before. Groundbreaking. A big zombie. A woman zombie. Uh, yeah, there, there's oh. going to be a, 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 a female zombie as well that... Well, she's just gonna cry a lot, um, and if, if you what shoot is, is her, that, that does sound diverse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. I have. I guess I had made that connection before. This is near. I'm talking now. <laughs> Whoops! How, how incredible! How incredible of them to make a, a female zombie that only cries and attacks you when you bother her. Yeah, just goes through <laughs> the the emotional spectrum in seconds between blistering sadness to abject anger. Within seconds, and there there will be an in lore reason for that. We've got our best lore lore writers on on that. You'll have to you'll and, probably and have to find some called? secret items. Um, Something not offensive, I hope. I believe we we've, we've we've tossed around the idea of just calling her the witch. I think interesting. Yeah, Very that was kind of the the plan B, but that's we we found that to be the safer option. 
Oh, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm <laughs> as not opposed to uh, the other. Okay, yeah. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> All right. You know what? It sounds good. I'm going to green light this. Uh, I want this on my desk by, uh, let's see, uh, get it to me in next October. Well, and actually, we want a sequel within six within months of six that. Within six months of that. <laughs> we, we've gone ahead and installed it on your computer. Wow, that is a good mod. <laughs> it, was, we, uh, it was actually we... in the orange box. Yeah. Uh, we put it in the orange box? Yes, the orange box on your desk. Yeah, we went ahead and installed that on your computer. Interesting. So before the games were finished, they've been installed. Well, this we don't, is, this we don't is, always finish games, so. Sure, sure. Oh, you'll be you'll actually do great here at Valve then. <laughs> All right. Um, and scene. So this uh, this game is uh, like like we said, four person co-op online uh, horde shooter game. Um it sounds very simple, and the concept itself is very simple. The whole point of it was to make a simple game that was very replayable. Um, and, you know, it worked. People are still playing Left 4 Dead 2, like, right now. Like, I mm-hmm. I guarantee if I open Steam, somebody will have played it in the last week. Um, yeah. I've played it a couple times this year, so I definitely yeah, do still play go. it. I was playing it earlier this year, too. Um, so, we'll get started on uh, Turtle Rock Studios. So, um Turtle, so uh, just to let you guys know how this kind of goes, like I've got this outline here, and anytime you have a, a thought or I, you know, like prompt you or whatever, you know, just like, say, say, what you, say what's on your mind or just feel free to interrupt me at any time if you have a good zinger. <laughs> um, so Turtle Walk Studios uh, got their start in, in 2002, and um, I found this funny. They named the founders, uh, Michael Booth, he... Uh, started the studio. It was him and two other guys in his house, and that was just the name of the neighborhood he lived in was Turtle Rock. So very, it sounds like a suburb. It sounds very yeah, suburban. Very suburban. Um, and uh, Valve uh, eventually caught notice of them because they were working on uh, mods for for Half Life. Uh, Half Life One had come out uh, just recently, and. Um, Valve kind of noticed them because they were they were pushing out some of that stuff in addition to their um, official work and uh, contacted them to work on uh, Condition Zero and then uh, of course their their kind of breakout thing was that Valve uh, contracted them again to work on Counter Strike Source. Um, has anyone played that one? This is the one before CS:GO. I did back in the day, but it's been ages. Yeah, I don't know much. I don't know much about this one. Like I know CS:GO, but like I don't really know much about this earlier one. Um, I think that you had a gun in it. Yes, usually okay. two. Two, interesting. Um, so they were they did all this to great acclaim, and then Valve. Uh, they asked Valve to like let them kind of make their own original game uh, as an independent studio and publish it. Um, so they did go to Valve with that. I guess you just heard a reenactment of that pitch meeting <laughs> that happened. It went um, verbatim, just like ver- that. verbatim like that. And uh, so they did green light the idea. But um, when Turtle Rock Studios actually pitched the idea to Valve, they pitched it as a game where everybody was wizards. And this oh. is a first person multiplayer co-op wizard game where th- they pitched the idea as the secret of mana with zombies, but multiplayer. <laughs> Finally. So you'd be wizards killing zombies. Yes, that That's was the little, idea. I mean, it's a little <laughs> out there, but cool, right? <laughs> the original name of the project was Terror Strike uh, to kind of play off of their work on Counter Strike. So I mean, at that uh, point, it's just Harry Potter with zombies. 
yeah, I, I think Harry Potter has zombies, right? The Inferni, Inferni, or whatever they're fucking called. I don't, probably have. I totally like fucking it. forgot about that. Jesus, they have, they have fucking zombies in Harry Potter. What? I forgot. Were they in the movies? I don't know. No clue. That sounds expensive. Yeah, no <laughs> um, I'm gonna like pop open the Harry Potter New Year's special tomorrow, and there's gonna be like a, a just a guy there, and it's like at the bottom, it's like he played all the zombies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, they ended up dropping the idea of the wizards because they said it was too, quote unquote, geeky. <laughs> okay. All right, bud. Um, and they went with the, uh, uh, again, original idea of this first person shooter inspired by Counter-Strike. And, uh, while they start, while, while they were in the idea phase of this, they, the, the, the movie 28 days later came out and they were like that one, like, it was like that meme of Leo pointing at the, the, the screen. Um, they were all like that one. That's the one, and so they decided to model their game off after uh, twenty eight days later. Um, so this is a there's a really weird thing that happened here with Turtle Rock went through some stuff. Um, so Valve incorporated Turtle Rock, so they bought the studio and then renamed them to Valve South. Um, Gabe Newell said this was the easiest purchasing decision of his life. He thought it was uh, that Turtle Rock was a great acquisition for Valve. But things very quickly went south. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, they, both both Valve and Turtle Rock reported that they had a lot of difficulty working with each other in this capacity. They had had a very, um, a very like, uh, um, a very good working relationship up until this point as two independent entities. But with now that they were answering to Valve, there was a lot of strain and um, uh, creative differences between the two that were uh, hard to resolve. So in 2009, uh, Turtle Rock and Valve made a mutual agreement to split up uh, again. So, but they still continued working together. So basically going back to their old format and Valve retained the rights to Left 4 Dead and then Turtle Rock got to use their old like name and logo and everything. And they uh, turned back into themselves and then continued working on the same project they had already been working on, which was the the DLC for Left 4, two, Left 4 Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all really kind of weird. I don't know that that's happened to anybody else, but they were only, they were only incorporated for like, uh, like two years about wow. not even that long. Yeah. And then they, because they're like, I don't know, like from what I was reading, the, the relationship was really hostile and they both wanted to go back to how they were working before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, uh, this is this is so we we talked we mentioned this or we we alluded to it we foreshadowed it earlier but so Valve uh, so Turtle Rock Studios made Left 4 Dead one um, just a few months after that released um, it was announced that Left 4 Dead two was already in development like three months later <laughs> and um, Valve had actually been working on Left 4 Dead two in house uh, while Left 4 Dead one was being made. Um, I don't like, okay. Obviously Gabe knows more than me. He has a lot more money than I do. Maybe some, maybe this made sense. Maybe maybe just like by a little bit, he's got a little bit more than you. He's got a little bit of money. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if they understood the zombie hype was like starting, I guess maybe that was a reason to create a sequel without knowing like the impact that the first game would have. But Gabe Newell is one of the wealthiest people in the United States valued at $3.9 billion. Ooh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys are close. Like bank account rise right now. 
Yo, he dropped out of Harvard. Same. Damn, dropped you out. You also dropped out of Harvard? Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who hasn't? Who hasn't been in, in a situation where they had to drop out of out of Harvard? You know, Travis yeah. just making all the money. Honestly, <laughs> I should have dropped have, out. Have you seen old pictures of Gabe Newell and then what he looks like right now? He's like turned into like this very handsome wizard, and he, he used to not look so good. Um, I've not look, seen look any for, past pictures. I've seen present day Gabe Newell. Yeah, look for a, look for a picture of him when he was like younger. Uh, it's like. Very a very different person. <laughs> like now, now he just looks like a wizard. Like I said, but he looks good. Um, the hair hides a lot of him, so I think that probably is why. Yeah. Um, he also <laughs> lost maybe two hundred pounds. It looks like so. True. <laughs> that'll do it. Um. Anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Uh. So, as you can imagine, this uh this idea of so, so like I said, Turtle Rock Studios made Left 4 Dead 1. Valve themselves in-house made Left 4 Dead 2, which ended up being the more the more popular one just because it was a little more refined and everything. But it does make you think like, okay, so they, they were developing this game at the same time as its sequel. So like, the, did they, it's like the, they purposefully made it like worse than the one they were like also working on or like so that the other, the second one would be better. I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know that this kind of thing has happened elsewhere it doesn't I think it also it also kind of works oh. because there really aren't that many changes between the games i mean they're, they're just two separate stories set in sort of the same world yeah that, i mean that's true I, it's it makes you like wonder if left for dead 2 could have just been like a like a free update for the first game yeah oh, but then then gabe wouldn't be worth 3.5 billion dollars so. <laughs> um yeah so um to give, uh, so Valve actually financed a ten million dollar marketing campaign uh, for Left 4 Dead uh, for the first game, which was like very large for for a new IP, um, in uh in the U.S. and Europe, and they had advertisements appearing in uh, TV, uh, newspapers, websites, and they had outdoor placements in large cities all over the place. I was not probably old enough to recognize or remember this, but I don't know if anyone else does. Um, apparently they like smothered European cities with like posters for left for dead and everything. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, valve also hosted a photo contest called dude, where's my thumb. And they offered copies of left for dead to people who submitted the best pictures involving their own outdoor advertising. <laughs> so that's like, is, that's just good marketing. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, forcing people to do the marketing for you is the way engage to do with it. the brand. It's not, it sounds very on brand for Valve. Is just have other people do it for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That kind of early two thousands innovation you don't really see as much. No, uh, now it's now it's just TikTok. Um, geez, did it's you see that? Surprisingly good. We're did missing Gabe Newell on TikTok, is what. Is yeah, what you're saying. I don't know where. Yeah, where's this TikTok? <laughs> I I saw yesterday that like in the last month or so, TikTok has become the largest website in the world and overtook Google. What? There's no way. It did. It did. Um. Yeah. It's it's uh, over. It started to daily overtake Google, like it because it, it hit it a few times earlier this year on specific days, but now it's doing it every day. Yeah. I mean, it's unsurprising, just because it's like. An entertainment source and it doesn't require much from you to like enjoy what you're watching yeah 
I don't know. I I still do watch it every day, so I get I get the hype. I I have only ever opened TikTok when somebody sends me one. I don't think I've ever opened it to like look through it before. I have Same. like a list of people I send TikToks to every day. Jesus, <laughs> it's a constant back and forth. Just don't don't add me to your time. list. Good. I will not. I get enough of them. You don't understand my my for you page. You wouldn't understand. I I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I'll my yeah like. Hold on a second. <laughs> it's just the different um, algorithms, like for each person, it it caters your for you page to the stuff that you like. So I'm not going to see the stuff that I know my dad watched on TikTok. Um, and trust me, my dad's for you page is a lot of thirst traps. Yeah i i i don't I don't think I'm doing TikTok right. I don't think I, you know what, but I don't want to learn. I've decided not <laughs> to learn. That's, yeah, um, that, was, that was my strategy with TikTok is just don't, don't do it. Just don't, <laughs> like, like my grandmother with text messages. Yeah, She's exactly. Like, I know, like, I know that this, I could learn this, but I don't want to. I, it's, it, I don't need, I don't need it in my life. Um, okay. So, um, Left 4 Dead underwent a lot of different phases of development, um, in playtesting where, Turtle Rock Studios ended up removing a lot of features that were like originally there. Um, there was another uh, special infected in the in the early development called the Screamer, which I'm hoping was also a woman. <laughs> I, I don't know. It'd be <laughs> but, yeah, it'd fit right some, in. Had no an earlier version of the witch. No, but it was actually different because it, it didn't have any attacks. But when it saw uh, when it saw you, it would immediately run to a safe place and then start screaming to call in a horde. Huh. Okay. Yeah, and they they said they ended up replacing that with the boomer sort of like because it's it's vomiting ability like attracts the infected. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I'm. So they also had a persistent merit and demerit system um, for like positive and negative feedback for good behavior. So like when you did stuff in the game, like if you revived a fallen teammate, you would get a, a positive like teammate point, and if you like shot a teammate, you would get like a negative teammate point. <laughs> But they found it was like quickly like destroying the game, <laughs> and they removed it. Um, they 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 figured that like yeah like shooting your teammate is like enough of a enough of an issue whatever. Um, which I will also let me let me throw one thing out there like having like I think you can turn it off, but like having friendly fire on by default is like makes that whole game work. <laughs> I feel but, like even back then it was crazy. Like I remember playing that game back back in 2005 where it was like huh this is crazy that this game has friendly fire like yeah that wasn't common i don't think no i don't think it was no there's um, a lot of ways to abuse that so i'm sure most gaming companies didn't want them or want that in their yeah. games mm-hmm. um so um they began actually with the first level um as an open world big city with many different routes to possibly um get through but the playtesters apparently got confused when they saw how big the city was and apparently every group of playtesters chose the same route to escape (laughs) wow and so yeah they were just like all right fine and they just cut the entire open world out of it and made it just like a linear corridor on that path (laughs) like fuck it fuck you guys are you Um, uh you familiar with the uh, the AI director they introduced in Left 4 Dead? I don't think so. Tell me about that. Oh, from from the uh, the top of my head, I know that the uh, 
Left 4 Dead games were one of the first games to use an actual AI director, which is sort of like an intelligent um, commands the AI, like where to spawn, how much to spawn. It takes into account like how much health you've got, what items you've got, and basically like your skill level to, I see. to make sure that every playthrough is a little okay. different, which I know they ended up reusing in like Payday, um, I think Alien Swarm, and some other games. But I know that's one of the first games to ever use something like that, which I thought was pretty neat. Okay. Yeah, that is really neat. Um, and that that's such a, I guess, a common thing nowadays. But like back then, I, I don't think, I'm guessing it was not um, to have like some, you know, like the uh, things constantly changing. Um, but yeah, like I said, the, the focus of this game from like the very beginning was like replayability and they didn't want it to be the same on any two runs. Um, so yeah, like we said, the uh, Valve, of course, is using their source engine for, for this game. And uh which is the same engine, I mean, obviously a later version, but the same engine used for, for Half-Life and Counter-Strike. Um, with improvements, they added multi-core processor support and physics-based animations. Whoa. Um, the future. The future is here. So they wanted to realistically portray like the hair and clothing and have like those things have physics. Um, uh, they also wanted to like have physics interactions when enemies were like shot or like shoved in, in different body parts. And they... Um, they added a bunch of, you know, post-processing effects to the game to make it like kind of have a, have a horror feel, mm-hmm. um, like dynamic color correction. And they like sh- uh, doing like high contrast, high sharpening on critical areas. And they used film grain and uh, vignetting to make it like, you know, look and, and feel like a like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this game uh, was also port- I did not know this. The, the first game was actually ported to Xbox 360. That's neat. Uh, certain affinity studios did that port um and the xbox version actually had four player sc- uh, split screen on it it did that's how nice. i used to play it yeah oh really okay yeah i didn't even know it had come hours and it was like that wow did you so you had do you have like a four-person team i i had two uh, cousins <laughs> i played with okay. my cousins as well <laughs> yeah i played with some because i was working i had a job at this point by the time this game was coming out so i had was playing with some work friends, I think. Okay. God, I think I was 12 years old when the game came out. Yeah, that sounds right. Like, um, I think I, I didn't play. I, I remember this game coming out because some of my friends were playing it. I did not ever, ever play the first one though. Um, but yeah, they, um, they also, you know, decided to use a, an intro movie, uh, to explain the sort of the mechanics instead of doing a tutorial, which I thought was interesting because um, they, they wanted you to like jump into the game and then immediately start shooting. Um, so uh, yeah, this uh, the game went gold on November 13th, 2008, and it was released on uh, the 18th in North America. Uh, yeah, that was to, it was a, to coincide with the 10th anniversary of Half-Life. Um Got really positive reception, got an 89 on Metacritic, and I checked the two games together have sold around 11 million copies. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, so uh, there, this is a very large section, which I didn't have time to like kind of read through here, but so there is, there's a boy, there was a very big boycott. I don't know, Ian, you sound like you might, did you know anything about this at the time about uh, the boycott of Left 4 Dead 2? Um, I think I remember hearing something about that. I would have to. Yeah. So I I was like, I was reading through this and was like very surprised because it was like, it got very big. Um, so like I said, 
just after the release of Left 4 Dead, and it like was a big success, Valve announced that, hey, Left 4 Dead 2 is coming out in like six months. Um, and everyone's like, um, sorry? Um, so, um, yeah, it, they announced it at E3 uh, 2009 and uh, said it was coming out in just a few months, uh, Left 4 Dead 2. And so, again, at this time, um, that uh, Turtle Rock Studios was still making DLC, uh, free DLC, by the way, for uh, Left 4 Dead 1. And they had a they had like a two year plan of, of DLC that they were going to be releasing for Left 4 Dead 1. And it, it was really weird because like um, people were like, hey, this game just came out, um, buddy. And Gabe was like, no, no, no. Check this out. Um, but yeah, the, there was a steam community group that forum called left for dead boycott, um, which grew to, uh, 10,000 members in one weekend and then had 37,000 by the end of the month. Jeez. Um, yeah. Uh, so they were one very worried that left for dead one would stop being supported once the second game came out, which is a, I think valid concern. And then. Uh, two, they were concerned that the E3 uh, showing of Left 4 Dead 2 showed kind of some crazy um, d- uh, like deviations in like aesthetics and, and tone from the first one. And we're also worried that the game was going to fracture the community. Uh, you know, having like half the people would be on one game, half would be on the other game. Um, so um, they they announced officially they were going to keep supporting Left 4 Dead 1 for... Um, for free again for several more, uh, several more months at least, and they ended up uh, putting out I think a, like a year and a half uh, still of content for for Left 4 Dead One. Um, so that I don't know, like I, how would I don't know how you how do you guys feel about this? Like I, I don't think that I think I probably I don't know that I would have joined the boycott group, but I don't think I would have reacted well to this if I was a fan of the first game. Yeah, uh, it's it it is crazy to think though that like even back then when like online multiplayer was pretty much in its infancy still that like this was still a concern even back then of like lack of support for stuff. Mm. So it's, I, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard for me to gauge exactly how I would have felt. Yeah. Um, they, so they, they, they talked about initially doing all the left for dead two as a DLC for the first game, but decided it would be, easier if they they worked the new system sorry the new systems and new campaigns um you know together and mm-hmm. so they uh this was actually pretty cool um how they kind of stopped or not stopped uh, uh, okay this is this is a very cool idea that i think valve and, and gabe newell had um so the idea was that there were the two the two leaders of this boycott group which by the way had grown to uh over forty thousand people insane insane literally insane (laughs) so the two the two people who started this group um uh gabe newell uh paid to fly both of them to their headquarters um and had them both playtest left for dead 2 and both of them really loved it um the uh they also um worked to uh with this uh the the biggest modder for the for left for dead which had a, a good few mods was named uh, Joe W A. Looks like uh, he was an Australian guy, and so Gabe Newell and one of the designers, Eric Johnson, flew to Australia to meet with him and uh, talked about, uh, you know, and like we're kind of like, hey, 
um, your mod stuff is really cool. Maybe we can incorporate some of that. And they, you know, they, they kind of play tested some of his mods for their, their game and everything and offered feedback. Um, and, uh, they actually did this. And, uh, so he, uh, Gabe, Gabe Newell offered to like fly over to Australia. If uh, he kind of jokingly said like, Hey, if, if, uh, if this guy can pay for our plane tickets, we'll be there. And so, they, this guy, uh, Joe, the modder, raised a bunch of money, raised $3,000 wow. um, through donations on his website. And once he, uh, once Val found out about that, you know, um, Gabe Newell obviously paid for the trip himself and he uh, put the, all that, the $3,000 towards the Child's Play charity. Um, all of this stuff together kind of like dissipated the the anger <coughs> around this, uh, around this game. Mm-hmm. And in uh, October that year, the uh, the leaders, like I said, had kind of like just uh, agreed to shut down the group um, because they felt that Valve was being responsible about like the content they were going to be bringing and uh, how how much better the second game felt. So, mm-hmm. um, also in 2009, this is fun. Gabe Newell said, "For people who joined the boycott group on Steam, they were actually pre-ordering the product at a higher rate than Left for Dead Warners <laughs> who weren't in the boycott." <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my god! I love Hell that. yeah! Hell some of yeah. you are very responsible. That is, yeah. that's, the, that's the gamer. Concerns. That's the type of gamer protest that I'm aware of. Yeah, I I loved. I don't know. I loved. I loved seeing this because like it's such like a non. I don't know. I don't feel like I've seen. I feel like I don't see companies handle stuff this way anymore. You know what I mean? No. Like yeah. By like like I think this is. It reminds me a little bit of like how like Bethesda has built up such like a loyal community because like they do like do this stuff with the fans. Like they work with them. Like obviously like, you know, the Skyrim anniversary edition that just came out features like 500 mods that were made by like fans, like built into the game and stuff like that. And like all the money from the anniversary edition go like went to those modders. Like it's cool. So yeah, st- stuff like that, like is really cool. And I appreciate like when they like work with the community and like have a more personal thing, but like, it doesn't, I don't think happen often. Um, the, um, <laughs> I also want to talk about um, the, the cover art for left for dead two, which was, wasn't this also like controversial? Yes, it was also controversial yeah, because I rem- it's for the silliest reason. I think. It was this, it's very stupid. So, the little finger and the ring finger and the thumb were, were torn off of this hand. Right. And so it just had like a hand on the front with like a two, right. Mm-hmm. It's an, e- it makes sense. It's an easy cover. They, they thought it was too explicit and too close to a middle finger. Oh my God. <laughs> but there were like two fingers. Okay. But also who made the accusation that that was like, the ESRB. not okay. There's, there's two fingers. The, the, out. It was the, yeah. right now. the ESRB said that. <laughs> and so I'm going to blame Hillary Clinton. Absolutely. It's so stupid. Absolutely. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what they did to appease the ESRB was to just have the, the two fingers there, but just bent instead of torn off. And then the ESRB was like, this is good now. Wow. This, this is safe for our people. Um, the, uh, um, they, were, they said that in the digital storefronts, though, they were able to include their original cover everywhere except Japan and Germany. Um. The cover was further changed for release in the UK as the two finger sign with the back of the hand towards the viewer is considered an insult. So the UK cover featured the hand facing in the opposite direction. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. It it just amazes me how that was able to like cause so much controversy. 
It was yeah. 2000. It was it. This is still like late 2000s. Yeah, late on? 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Which like, um, so then this is also very fun. Um, Willie uh, Willie Jefferson of the Houston Chronicle. Uh, before the game came out, considered that several of the infected appeared to be African-Americans and implied that the game was racist for doing this. For including... For having a bunch of, uh, I guess, <laughs> black people be zombies? Um, was it like all of and them? And then also... No, and like, also... Just, like, there were simply black zombies that they were upset by. I, I just can't. <laughs> there were, there were a, a, a lot of them, apparently. Yeah. Said it, yeah. And they also, he was also upset that they had uh, featured a lot of bloating, bloated bodies so many, uh, so few years after Hurricane Katrina. What? Which is like, what? <laughs> um, zombie game. Yeah, so the director, uh, Felicek, uh, commented that, uh, yeah, that um, this was not racist. Uh, the infected are of all races. And the, the game is set in New Orleans, so there are a lot of black people there. Um, and it is not a, a brick for brick representation of the city, and they weren't really trying to make any statements about Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane Katrina, that was 2005, right? That was 2005. So this is five, like five or four years later now. Okay. Um, yeah, and they, they did note that the appearance of so many African American infected uh, simply reflected the racial diversity of the real New Orleans, which is, yes. Like, what are you which talking about? What are you talking about? I'm eh, sorry. I mean, it's just one of there. There are always going to be people that like have to find something that's wrong with anything, you know. It's like yeah, if only for clout or whatever they're trying to, you know, do. Yeah. So one one last interesting thing was that it, this game was actually uh, refused classification in Australia at first. Um, they Leopard Dead Two, I mean. So the second game was actually like uh, they said it was too graphic and too mature to be rated anything. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, um, I have heard that Australia is like Australia has the, the harshest, yeah, yeah, the harshest ratings board in the world for sure. They do, I know, because for Valorant, um, they are not allowed to show corpses in Valorant in Australia. So anyone who plays in Australia is not like allowed to turn that off because that's something you could turn off and on in Valorant. You want to know something really cool? The reason that the chems in Fallout are called chems is because. They were originally called drugs, but they couldn't release the game in Australia if they were called drugs, so they had to change the name of the item. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and it's a good thing they did. Who knew Gems Australia are... had so much power? Just so ubiquitous. <laughs> so Australia is very very powerful. They have I mean, they have a lot of kangaroos. I mean, I don't Also Australia was a colony that was like created by criminals essentially like they sent all of their criminals from the uk to yeah, australia yeah. that is also how georgia was created which it amazes is where we me live. how like how, how things can change over the course of a couple hundred years mm, <laughs> yeah um so the um that they said the there was an insufficient delineation between the depiction of zombies and human figures <laughs> so i guess they said that the zombies looked too much like humans um, so this was apparently the same reasoning was applied to fallout three fallout three was also initially rejected in Australia because the zombies looked too human and, um, aliens versus predators, because I guess they, they look, looked to, um, I guess there were two, what, what are you talking about? I'm yeah, sorry. I'm know. like getting, I'm getting really angry. Like <laughs> they don't want zombies to look human. 
Yes. Like, I don't understand. They said that the zom- the zombies, there was an insufficient, like, yeah, depiction of of the humans versus the zombies. Like, they have to look more different. I mean, they look pretty different to me. I don't... I, I, so, anyway, They are went, humans. They are humans. And listen, humans. Th- this went all the way to the top. The government sought public opinion on this, um, and the... Uh, there was a, a South Australian attorney who uh, Michael Atkinson, who believed that uh, they should uh, not, not like we should uh, we should not classify these games. And uh, um, they once this attorney, uh, the attorney general was replaced um, by this guy John Rao, who was in favor of increasing the age rating. So essentially, the problem was that Australia only had a rating for MA fifteen plus, is what it was called. That was like the mature rating. Um, so in order to appease, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the ratings council, which in Australia is called the OFLC, uh, John Rao, uh, introduced the idea of adding an R18 plus rating. Um, and, uh, they actually took a bill to the Australian Congress for this and everything. Wow. Yeah. Specifically for this game for left for dead Two, Cause they were, they were not able to release it there. Um, the Australian federal parliament passed legislation allowing an R18 plus classification for video games in 2013 and valve stated they would be exploring legal options of resubmitting the uncensored version of left for dead Two. Um, and so in, in 2014, they were able to do that and effectively unbanned the game, uh, five years after its original release. So hooray. Now, it was, now this also hooray. happened in Germany. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm gonna say this word now. Uh, Alyssa, actually, what, do you want to do this one? Do you want to? Do you mean the Unterhaltung Software Selbst Controller? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Everybody's in there. <laughs> everybody knows what that is. Everybody knows exactly what that is. Yeah, rolls right off the tongue. Do you also have the Wikipedia page open? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's like a the regulation, like the regulate. Oh my god, the, the company or I guess like Unity. Oh my gosh. The thing what? that regulates uh, video game ratings in Germany. That's just what it means. Amsterdam Tiergarten is coming up soon. What? Amst- <laughs> that's a guy's name. Amsterdam Tiergarten. No, place. Oh no, I thought that was a fun name. Amsterdam Tiergarten. Tiergarten means zoo. Yeah, I was about to say Tiergarten sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amsgericht is like a governmental building. Okay, so this was the government zoo. <laughs> and the gov- the zoo, on February 15, 2020, the zoo confiscated all European no. PC versions of this okay. game. Tiergarten's a place in Berlin. It's like a section of the city in Berlin. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, they, they had to heavily censor this game to get it released there. Germany is also famous for having crazy censorship laws. Um, True. They... They actually made this is we talked about this in our Wolfenstein episode. You know how Wolfenstein takes place in Nazi Germany? They made them remove all imagery and mention of Nazis from that game. Good. I mean, their laws are really, really strict about stuff like that. It is. Yeah. It's in but like, man, can you imagine? Like, I don't know if anyone's played Wolfenstein like the New Order. Um, it is hilarious trying to imagine like busting through this game where, where there's where there can't be any mention of the Nazis nor can there be any imagery of them? Because the entire game is just shooting and talking about Nazis. <laughs> they just replace all swastikas with like unicorns and like rainbows. Yeah, just go in, go into the fucking engine. Just control find swastikas. 
replace <laughs> unicorns. Enter. Pony Island, but Wolfenstein. Yeah, exactly. Wolfen Wolfenstein Island. Wolfen but like Pony, Pony Stein. Pony to Pony Pony Tear Garden. I don't know. I'm trying to draw a connection <laughs> with the zoo here. Um Okay. <laughs> is, do you think in do you think in Germany the movie's called We Bought a Tear Garden? <laughs> okay. Yes. I think so. Um Okay, they uh anyway, the let's so anyway, let's let's kind of close out here with um so legacy wise, um they like I said Valve released a lot of content for Left 4 Dead uh and Left 4 Dead 2 after launch for free. Um and uh including they had two full campaign stories added onto the first one um and 16 maps for survival mode. So they did make good on their promise. They added a ton of content to Left 4 Dead 1 even after 2 came out. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Good, good. <laughs> I guess it worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Left 4 Dead has obviously become a template that has become pretty popular recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Just a little bit. A little bit. So uh, there were only a few sort of copies of the idea earlier. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic and Vermintide being the two main ones uh, from the 2010s. Um, and of course this year, Turtle Rock's own return to their original idea with Back for Blood. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and then there are also several upcoming Left 4 Dead likes, which are, uh, Anacrusis, Overwatch 2, Warhammer 40k, Darktide, Evil Dead, and Redfall. All, so like, the idea has kind of really exploded again. I don't know what happened like three years ago when these games started in development where everyone was like, what if we made Left 4 Dead again? (laughs) I mean, it was a really popular game, and it's still kind of popular, so I can see why people want to capitalize off of making new games. I mean, I still haven't played Back for Blood, which I don't know how I've managed to go this long without playing it yet. Same here. Because I I like Left 4 Dead too. That's the one that I liked. (laughs) So, Ian, have you played Back for Blood at all? Yeah, I have. It it feels like a worse Left 4 Dead. (laughs) I Okay, so I've I've also played it, uh, I want to say, like, maybe I put, like, 10 or so hours into it. Um, it's kind of sad that we already fell out. Cause my, my friend group has played a lot of like left for dead Two, And like, so we were really excited for back for blood. And then like, I think we did like two or three sessions, you know, like, and just kind of forgot about it, which was really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it like, so it's so hard for me to place because something about it is just not as fun as left for dead Two. Like, I just like, I can't put my finger on it. It doesn't help that the AI is so bad i mean it's, I, again i haven't played weird. it but i've just heard it's it's awful it's it's not good like it, it's not even just that though it's like something about the um i don't know it, it's this is this is gonna sound insane but like i feel like the guns don't feel as good to use either like i don't know do you agree with me on that yeah the gunplay is like demonstrably not as good it just doesn't it doesn't feel the same not that left for dead's guns felt incredible like realistically yeah right there was just a certain poppiness to it that that made it fun to shoot hordes of zombies yeah i'm like i don't i don't love that the card system they have i also don't like actively dislike it but it just like don't doesn't really add a lot to the game for me i guess um I feel like the zombies know. themselves also feel really different in Back for Blood, whereas yeah. like in Left for Dead, you have hordes where they you know take one damage and they're dead. In uh, in Back for Blood, it's sort of each zombie is a is a target to shoot in the head, which yeah, maybe is. is more of like a quote unquote realistic zombie game. But I want I want to shoot a horde of zombies, man. 
It is. The game is weirdly like it was it was like weirdly harder because we started on regular difficulty and like we like after a few missions we ran into one where we, we like had to kick it down to easy and we we're like this sucks. Why <laughs> I don't want it to be easy mode. I like the catharsis of just killing loads and loads of zombies without dying. So yeah. I I don't think I would like something that's going to be significantly harder. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I want to ask if anyone has any like specific like hilarious memories. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the one. <laughs> it's fucking very good. I think actually I have. You know what? No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna share this with you guys. On I think I uploaded. Uh, I took a clip of it and uploaded it to to my own YouTube channel because it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, here, look at this. It's like 30 seconds long. <laughs> But um, anyway, just it's it's just a video of my friend Justin. If you're listening, this is this is the video you're thinking of. Um, where like he, he like my friend like this is like our first time kind of going through this game, and like <laughs> my friend Justin is like, oh, what does this do? And he like runs into the witch, and then she starts <laughs> screaming, and then he's like, wait, help, help! And he's just, like running around in a circle while chasing him. <laughs> Y'all just watch him get killed by the witch. Yeah, yeah, we just like stood there and watched. It's like so funny. I don't even know why it was. Yeah, the witch, just like, I mean, the witch was definitely my favorite of the zombies that you could fight. I mean, yeah. it was just because she was like terrifying. Like you would hear her and you would just immediately like yeah, shut for down. Sure, for sure, <laughs> I, I did. I, I agree. I liked her the best. Um, but yeah, does anyone else have any like specific like memories or like? I, I feel like this is one of those games where like, because like before I, I played it, like I, I kind of was like, oh, that that concept sounds like simple and like it would get boring very quickly. But like Ian, I think you have like. 80 something hours on left for dead too. So like, why is this so replayable? It's such like a simple idea of just like shoot zombie hordes. Yeah. That's just on steam. I probably have way more than that playing Yikes. on console, but it's, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's fun with friends. It's not like super amazing to play by yourself, but it's just something you can all sit down. It's very replayable. You've got buddies, split screen, whatever. And, uh, it's, it's fun to banter and, and you know, just a, just a nice co-op game. It's just some nice jolly co-op. I mean, it, for me, it was a just nostalgia factor of playing with friends or like family. Like my cousins, like they, my cousins are the ones who like got me into like gaming and anime and all of that other kind of stuff. So like that was like the first like game that I think I sat down and played and like genuinely like put a ton of hours into. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree there that it's like the the team play aspect. I think that like one of the like locations in the game that I remember very specifically was like the carnival one. I remember like running up and down the roller coaster and like dying so many times on the coaster. I like, <laughs> I, I really like, uh, is that, is that the one where you're like on, you're like running up and around the roller coaster? Like, and there's yeah. like, yeah, like fighting them. Like yes. while they're fighting zombies while running around. Yes. Like, I remember on the tracks this. of the roller coaster. That, was, that one, like that one completely fucked us. Like I remember we got <laughs> stuck there forever. It was like, yeah, it's because it's so hard once you like lose somebody and you're like, I remember like dying. And I'm like, leave me behind. I'm like on the tracks getting consumed. And like, they're like, run. Definitely been there. There's a lot of things about the game that are just so memorable, though, like the uh, the opening videos. True. Um, and then every every map had its own sort of character. Yeah. And Left 4 Dead 2, they even added a second girl, which is crazy. Girl power, man. Well, only only one per game, though. Yeah, that's true. We don't want to. We don't get. want to get too diverse. Yeah, I was like crazy. <laughs> I guess I usually played her. I played Ellis. I remember for Left 4 Dead too. Ellis was is is was Ellis the old old. Uh, the old no no no. Old he was the, the, was the, the uh, southern boy. My, my, my oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
yeah, like I think another big thing is giving all of these characters like distinct personalities and having like kind of like mapped out interactions between different groups of them and stuff like that in different areas. Like, it, it, you know, gave it a, a lot more of a, a fun feel. It was definitely a coach player for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think the, um, yeah, any, anyway, but I remember, yeah. I remember like the, cause yeah, I was, I'm a bit older. So I remember some of the, like, I remember when the game came out and being obsessed with it for like, you know, a couple months. Um, and I do remember like all of the tension that you would feel when you were at the, like the last like surge of zombies. You yeah. To, like I, I just remember being in groups with friends where it would be like, we were all setting our stuff up and like for like, this is it boys. Like this is, this is the last stand for us kind of thing. <laughs> and just like, the unimaginable tension that that had even back then was pretty awesome mm. to play with a group. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was like the, the concert level in left for dead too, where it's the, the rock concert to get. Yeah. The to come I down. remember that. Oh, one. Yeah. That was so fun. Uh, yeah. Like I think like I legitimately, I'm trying to think about, back for blood now the only mission i can remember is the cruise ship one <laughs> and that was only because like it sucked <laughs> oh man um anyway all right so yeah let's let's uh let's wrap it up um so yeah thank you guys for for joining us um adam do you have any anything you've been working on that you want to plug or any anything anything you've been plugging it doesn't have to be something you've been uh, i'm not working on anything in particular right now just trying to get through the final stretch of 2021 games we've got a few hours left yeah. Um but yeah no I have nothing to really to plug I've, right now. Um check out Game Busters I guess. I'll plug you guys. Jeez, dude, if anyone hears that they've already been listening. Well, I'm going to make sure they they know what they're listening to, I guess. God. <laughs> maybe they're um, the type of people who just listen to the beginning and ending of something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Maybe they'll be like <laughs> There's got to be somebody who's like that weird person that goes and reads like the last page of the book first. Yeah. <laughs> Look, don't call me out. <laughs> Jesus. I, I don't um, do that all the time. Just sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'll all shout right. out the Game Busters podcast for those, for that one person who's like, yeah, I've been, I've been listening to the Game Busters this whole time. I thought this was cereal. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Ian, do you, you have anything you want to plug? Um, not, not super. Uh, if anybody would like to view my Twitch where I do stream, yeah. in fact, Left for Dead and other games, um, it is Shockwave996, and I would be happy to uh, do a Left for Dead stream at some point. Awesome. All right, check that out. Um, Alyssa, you have anything going on? Um, I'm going to try and start streaming again here in a couple days to weeks. One of my New Year's resolutions is to start streaming again, so okay. I'm going to try and do that consistently. Um, my Twitch is go ballistic <laughs> as it's it so, is for every good. other thing. <laughs> you got, you got like a really good name. Look, I, I created it when I was 12 and it's no, just going to stay like that legit- way forever. It's legitimately really good. Like I have like my, my favorite thing in the world is people like clumsily incorporating their own real name into it. Like a username that is legitimately like unironically my favorite. Thing. Clumsy. This was, this was, this was crafted. This was You're crafted. Right. It was planned. It was pinpoint. It was supposed to be great. <laughs> I could have been great. 
But I'm also trying to go to, well, I've been planning to go to Katsukan for like 10 months, but with um, with Omicron, like, I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. When I'm really that? disappointed. It's in February and I'm supposed uh, to ring Bloodhound, but oh, God, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, it's possible, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I guess, so first thing I want to say, like, Thank you for everyone who's listening. We have, um, I, I just checked yesterday and we're at 5.2K listens total. Let's wow. Go. So we're doing pretty well. I'm. We've had a lot of growth this year. Um, we started the year with like, we, we I, I remember we hit 3,000 listens like in January or February this year or something, or 2,000, sorry. So like we've had over 3,000 listens just this year, which is cool. Um so like that's that's like a major ramping up, and we're having a lot more regular listeners, which is nice. I said which is nice. Which is nice. I was trying to say neat and nice, but like yeah. Um, I guess shout out to tell my nieces too. Um, <laughs> and the nephews. And and the nephews, the unsung heroes. Oh God! So we didn't mention one very important uh, news thing that happened today, which was yeah, I was trying passing. to get a, yeah, I was trying to trying to distract us. Um. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, Betty White passed away like literal minutes before we started recording Literally. this, which sucks. But like, At least you know, the, the news about it came out. Yeah, this one, de- this one's dedicated to Betty. I think she was really into Left for Dead. I'm guessing. <laughs> Definitely. Um, like, but if no, she was, for, I'd be happy for them to make her a character type for sure. <laughs> uh, for that. for real, like I, I never watched Golden Girls, but like I, I, she's been on like so many of my favorite shows and in, in guest spots. Like she is like always such like a welcome face to see in anything. Um. So like yeah, shout out. She had like an amazing long and fruitful career. Like she like invented a lot of shit basically. Like she's so close to her 100th birthday. Yeah, I know. She's 2 weeks away from being 100. It's fucking sucks. It's not it's not fair. Um yeah, no, but like actually shout out like there's there's a Netflix documentary about Betty White. Um so. which uh I think kind of goes into detail but like she kind of like uh was the first like woman to kind of like get into like producing and stuff like that. And like kind of like paved the way for like a lot of women to get into the, into Hollywood behind the scenes rather than just in acting. So like, that's really awesome. And also extremely unproblematic. Yeah. But like mostly unproblematic. Also mm-hmm. just like an actual good person. Yeah. I, just, just, I don't know how you do it. Um, but yeah. Um, so anyway, shout out. Yeah. I'm going to use my shout out for, for Betty White. And then, um also yeah make sure to check us out on twitter at gamebusters pod um you can find us at uh, you know our stuff at gamebuster.com Alyssa, your top tens are back they're wild, wildly wildly out of place oh but God, they are it's back. fine i mean it, look i wrote them at a time where i was expecting them to get like published like a couple weeks after and then they just sat yeah. <laughs> but it's fine i think i legitimately i think i saw one of them was like back for blood two or back for blood's coming out soon or something i was like oh boy <laughs> Oh god. Um I, I altered a lot of it, but I, I'm sure there's stuff I missed. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it's, it's okay. better off that way. Better off it's, being it's kind of funnier. <laughs> um <sighs> Okay. So yeah, anyway, thank you guys uh for, for sticking with us and we are going to have an even games or new year. Twenty twenty two is gonna have more video games than ever. Even games new year. That's a that's a wild prediction. <laughs> what a wild prediction. Yeah. I think every year has had more games than the last year. I would like to a be games year New Year. I think a games New Year would be good for everybody. Like, it just you know, kind of reset a little bit. Um, 
and maybe and you know what this maybe this is the year that i finally uh like stop being a coward and i, I play red dead redemption 2 even though it's <laughs> six, 65 hours long and i just like cannot even bear to start it true uh, all right all right thanks guys um we will uh we'll be back on our, our regular schedule i think on on fridays and we'll have some more um special different episodes here and there to, to sprinkle things in like i i do um i know that like i guess this is like kind of like the the default like kind of thing that we do here but like i probably would like to have like a, f- a few more like you know spoiler cast things whether it's for like new games or or big TV shows or, or movies or things sprinkled in here. So I really enjoyed uh, our arcane episode. So I'd like to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll kind of have a good, we'll probably have more of a blend of things going forward um, as well as, you know, we're I probably, I think in in January, I think we're going to be doing another, another good games Inc. It's about time. We got to get another, another game out there. Um, our last one is doing really well, by the way, Alyssa. Wait, really? Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's no, it's 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 uh it's chart it's charting like on top of the Steam charts. Had like a million concurrent players. <laughs> Next. The Ratatouille one. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm um, very very excited. Yeah. And, it's doing so well. Yeah. Um. We are. Oh, we are also. I did talk to to Ree. She's she's actually going to come back and be our, our guest for the next one. Oh, um, yes. Which will be exciting. Let's go. So, um yeah anyway thank you guys again um just i, I know I'm, I'm spending a long time wrapping up but it is the end of the year so just thank you guys and it, it's been like a this this podcast has been like one of the few things kind of keeping me sane to have something regular to do every week and like to have people on the other end actually listening is like amazing it's been a horrible year for everybody so it's awesome that you you are you've you, you enjoyed this enough to to give us like an hour and a half of your time they're along along for the ride yes mm-hmm. hopefully cool. into a better year Yes. Shout out to Gabe Newell. Shout out to Gabe for sponsoring too. this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for flying I mean, for flying me to the Valve office where I'm recording this from right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. See you guys. Uh, oh yeah, we have to we have to do our, our sign out. Um, does anyone want to like throw out their um, their most memorable sort of like uh, line or, or catchphrase or anything from this from this series to kind of close this out? Uh, you know that thing all the characters always say yeah, that, those, yeah those witty catchphrases they all have yeah <laughs> i like uh, i like coaches who's like barricade your doors and stay in your homes await official instruction await my ass <laughs> oh wait my ass all right that's good all right bye guys bye Yeah, I'm gonna say this word now. Uh, Alyssa, actually, what, do you want to do this one? Do you want to? Do you mean the Unterhaltung Software Selbst Controller? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Everybody's in there. <laughs> everybody knows what that is. Everybody knows exactly what that is. Yeah, rolls right off the tongue.